Hey, it's Wendy, the most helpful hoe you know. That's right, we've got another edition of the Fancy Hooker Show. And if you're a cop, that is a joke. Hooker is just a funnier word, and it's very clickbaity. It's all about shock and awe. It's hyperbolic. Okay, now that that's out of the way, moving on. How are you? I hope you're doing well. hope you had a fun weekend. Uh, I had a very fun weekend. I actually went out this weekend. We've... Uh, removed all mask restrictions for vaccinated people here in the great state of Missouri, which is nice and also terrifying in a way. I went to brunch today and it was at like a pizza place. It was nice to be indoors with other people. I was able to walk up to the bar and say, hey, can I get some fucking service at my table? I was able to do that. No mask required for either of us. Uh, I will say the one thing that is a little annoying about everything opening back up. It's funny because I think we remember all the good stuff. It's just like any relationship or any part of your life. You remember all the good things. Like, man, remember when you could just go out and just no mask? Remember, wasn't that great? That's kind of all we remember is like, remember we could just gather and everyone be in a restaurant? And it is nice. Uh, We forget about the negative sides of that. For example, at around 1.30 this afternoon while I was enjoying a delicious breakfast pizza, a man walked into the restaurant and started setting up DJ equipment. Now, this was daytime. This was not 1.30 a.m. This is 1.30 p.m. daytime on a Sunday. And I thought, oh, this seems a bit aggressive. But I was like, that's cool. I like music. I, but whatever. People got to work. They got to make money. I'm into it. He was not a DJ. He was setting up music-themed trivia, which is uh, almost worse. It's a combination of a DJ and a comedian starting. Uh, it was... A nightmarish and a bit much for brunch time. And here's the other thing. I'm, we're just going full force. The, and it, it's going to happen. People are going to get a lot of other diseases, way worse than COVID, because we're so, I think, like just starved of physical touch and being around people. So when you do trivia, you fill out your little answer sheet, and normally you grade your own shit. right? Because it, we're not seven years old in, in class. Like, who's cheating at trivia? at a at a brunch place in St. Louis. What kind I mean what kind of a psychopath slash sad person do you have to be to be cheating at trivia? It's just a silly game. This host was so concerned that we were going to cheat, he made us switch our papers with other tables. So not only are we not wearing masks, but we are he, we are up close and personal, and this guy was like breathing in my face. He's like, all right, I'm gonna hand your paper over to this other table, see how you do. He was throwing H's and W's in words where there weren't any, just a lot of heavy breathing in my face, touching my paper, giving it, I mean, where everyone's just touching and breathing and licking on everything. It was wild, so who knows? I probably have gonorrhea of the hands. I, I will, uh, it takes about a week, I think, for hand-based STDs to develop, so I will keep you posted on that. In the meantime, however, we are going to talk about what to do on your first date. That's right. I'm trying to do this in sequential order. So we've talked about setting up your profile on seeking arrangements. We've talked about identifying red flags and setting boundaries and finding someone with whom you seem to match, right? You guys are looking for the same type of things. And now the world's opening back up, baby. And that means dates are back. So what are we doing on these dates? Okay, the number one question I get, and I made a silly little TikTok about it, is what do I wear? That's the number one question. What do I wear on this date? Regular clothes. I try to dress as if I am going to a business meeting or after work cocktails with the boss. 
Also, you could go for a vibe of like, hey, it's a four-year-old's birthday party, but there's someone hot there, right? You're, you're trying to fuck the divorced dad at this party. So that's the vibe you want to go for their clothes. Like, you want to look nice and you can show off your physique, but don't be slutty because there, there are four-year-olds there in theory, right? Who know? And I don't know where you're going on your date. There might be kids at your date. I did see a sign today for a family-friendly happy hour, which I thought was a fucking <laughs> crazy advertisement. It's like, see, this is nice. We can start drinking in the day, but it's family-friendly because we keep the alcoholic parents away from the kids. So this is like the one time that the parents are day drinking and not beating the fuck out of their kids. So it's family-friendly. We separate the parents from their children, which I think is a nice thing to do. So I don't know. You might be going to one of these types of places for your date. There might be kids there. Keep your tits inside. No one wants to see your pussy through your pants. I mean, maybe some people do, but that's not how we're dressing for these dates. Again, like I said in the TikTok video, you're not a hooker. You're not, that's not what this is. You do not have a pimp waiting for you, just leaning up against the wall of the coffee shop or restaurant, like, all right, get back here with my money, you fucking slut, and I want half of your leftovers, too. That's not what's happening. So relax. Dress normally. I normally don't even wear heels. I, if I do wear a heel, it's like a short boot heel, but I like to do a flat, no higher than a two-inch heel if I am going to wear a heel. Also, let's talk about hair, makeup, body, lotion, perfumes. We want minimal of everything. Less is more in this scenario. Lipstick is a no-no. Do not wear lipstick. No lipstick. And I would, if you could do an unscented lotion, do that and try not to wear a perfume. Here's why. A lot of the men on this website are married. We do not want to get shit all over them. We do not want them to come back to their homes with lipstick on their face, smelling like they just walked out of a bed, bath and beyond. Okay, whores? So it's a plain scented lotion, no lipstick. You want to blend in. You don't want to stand out because even if it's only in your mind, you're going to feel like people are looking at us. People are looking at us. When I very first started dating on the site, I had so much anxiety. Just like, do I wear panties? Do I not? Should I put lube on my pussy now or like halfway through drinks? Do I have to give this guy a hand job under the table? How does this work? Should I do a fake voice? Should I have a fake name? What should, like, none of that. Do not wear a wig. Just a regular person. You want to look like you're just pals hanging out. Normal. And Because a lot of these guys, too, they want to be discreet. Part of the discretion thing is not just like, hey, don't post pictures of my dick on your Instagram. Part of the discretion thing is when we go out, let's be discreet about this. Because there may be a big age difference. And already, that out of the gate is going to get stares. Now, in New York, it does not get stares. In St. Louis, you get some looks. You get some looks. Now, thankfully, I am 39. Sorry, Hollywood. And according to TikTok and the rest of the internet, I may as well be 75. And like, yo, you should be dating someone who's 80. Because you're fucking... Like, dead, basically. So I, so I get it. So that's one of the benefits to being a little bit older and doing this is people are not looking at you like, is that guy fucking his kid? Okay, so it doesn't look like that's like, Jesus Christ. He brought his kid to a family-friendly happy hour. Well, that's what we thought this meant. We thought, oh, I know we can't beat our kids, but can we fuck our kids at this happy hour? Because that's, hey, no, what's friendlier than fucking? What is friendlier than fucking? I don't know what is. You t- write in. 
Callers call in, writers write in. Tell me, what is friendlier than fucking? I, I can't think of it right now. While you figure out what's friendlier than fucking, let's move on to the last section of the first date tutorial, which is what the fuck do we talk about? All right. Again, same thing as a regular date, regular conversation. Now, this seems kind of silly to bring up, but I've had this question asked in some of the group chats and in my DMs, so I wanted to address this. Again, when I very first started dating on the site, I would speak in a weird, like a higher uh, tone of voice, kind of, kind of like um, like this a little bit, and it's so annoying. First of all, that's not sustainable, so speak in your normal voice and ask normal questions. How are you? What did you do today? What have you been up to? That's cool. One thing I will avoid if I know the person is married, I avoid asking about their family out of the gate. Now, that is a normal dating question. That's the one thing I would avoid talking about because sometimes they're cool and they're happy to be like, oh, here's a picture of my kid. Great. Other times, there was one guy that I dated in New York and he specifically was like, I don't want to talk about my family. And I said, okay. Like I asked, because I'm like, well, I don't want to seem like I'm not interested because he would ask me questions about stand-up and my life and we would talk about that. And I tried to return that favor and ask about his life and family and stuff. And he's like, "Mm, I'd rather not think about that stuff when we're together. And I said, great, boundary set. And and I never brought it up again. Um, Another kind of fun thing to talk about to break the ice, because I understand it is kind of strange. It's already weird enough if you meet someone on a dating app, right? Because you're like, well, we met on Bumble. Even though online dating is very normal now and everyone uses apps, it still is kind of a weird thing of like, internet date, I hope you look like your picture. And when you're meeting someone on this site for the first time, you're not really sure where they're coming from, how long they've been on the site, if they've dated anyone through the site, how familiar they are with the culture of sugar dating. And so that's actually a totally okay, normal thing to talk about. I will sometimes bring it up by, I mean, you can just as easy as like, so have you ever dated anyone through the site before? Easy as that, done. And you can exchange stories. That's kind of a fun thing too, because it's a really, it truly is, and I use the word subculture, it sounds lame, but it really is a very interesting group of people that you will find in this lifestyle. And the stories are great. You can trade stories about, oh, God, I get all these crazy messages. That's a fun, that's a good icebreaker to start talking about the site and just to acknowledge, like, why you guys are meeting. And uh, so that's a fun thing to do. So I encourage that. Say, yo, you can always start, like, it's so nice to meet a normal person. That is, if they are normal. Now, if they're crazy, fucking get up and leave. You do not, if, if you walk in and they are not who they seem to be on the site, and you're getting weird vibes, leave. You are not obligated to stay, and that goes for both parties. You don't have to spend any extra time with that person. You don't owe anything to anyone. You can say, okay, and you don't have to be an asshole about it. You know, as a chick, you chicks, I think, can be more dicks about it because, you know, men, like, rape us and stuff like that. So we're allowed to be like, hey, I'm going to leave, bye. Men, don't be dicks like, what the picture you sent was from, what, 10 years and 30 pounds ago? Jesus Christ. You don't have to be a cunt about it. Just like in any other dating situation, you go like, okay, well, I'm going to take off. And it's good also to set a time limit. 
that's something you can do on the first date is have a fake appointment. And this works for both parties. And all here's how to do it. You ready? And this works for regular dating too. Have a fake appointment, set an alarm on your phone. Oh, I've got to do this thing because Zoom calls are still happening. You can still make shit up and say you have shit to do. And then if the date's not going well, when your alarm goes off, you can say, oh, sorry, yeah, I just want to make sure I've got a, a Zoom call. I got to go set up my background, mic check. That's a, huh, comedian? We have to do that for our shows. We have to mic check before. So I, I got you covered. So you're going to do that. And then we're like, well, well, what if we like each other? When your alarm goes off or before you say, hold on, you shoot a text and make it, the fake appointment should be a loose appointment. It should be something with a friend, not something dire, but something that can be changed. I'm, I mean, as this is some real specific shit, something can be changed so that if you're having fun, you get on your phone, pretend to send a text. And if you don't know how to do this, just open up your notes and type a text into the notes in your phone. Most people are not very good at pantomiming and they'll be fake texting and it's just like you're staring at your screen and your thumb is just tapping in the same spot. And you don't have that pained face that you make when you're texting where you're just like, okay, and you kind of emote with your face, you know, like a happy face emoji if I do that. If whatever I'm sending, I smile, I kind of, you know, mimic along with my face. A lot of times I mouth the words I'm texting. So actually type something into your notes on your phone so you don't look like a total fucking psycho. And what are we typing in these notes? Well, you're going to type exactly what you would text if you had a real appointment and you really wanted to bump it back a couple hours. So that's all. You can even just text yourself, this is going great. Can we reschedule? Just keep it simple. Keep it simple so that you don't fuck up because they'll be like, why are you just like looking at your phone? You're like, uh, I have Siri hooked up to my brain. It was, it was part of the Johnson & Johnson vaccine. I have a tracker. I have a microchip. Also, I can telepathically communicate with Siri. Anyway, I was able to move my appointment to tomorrow or in three hours, whatever you want to do. So you want to have a flexible appointment set so that if you are having fun and you want to fuck, you can say, you know what, let me change something or look at your phone and go, oh, they texted me and they changed the appointment. What you figured out for whatever feels like more of a natural lie for you, do that. All right. So that those are tips to uh, get out of a meeting if you're not having a good time and how to extend it if you are having a good time. And finally, if you are having a good time, what about the money, Wendy? How do we figure that shit out? Well, uh, let me tell you, it's easier than it seems. Usually it will be brought up beforehand in a text conversation. Again, we talked about, you say, like, what are your expectations? What are your expectations? What, and you could say, oh, in my previous relationship, I did this. So it's, you'll establish that in a text beforehand. Other times, you may not. Now, weirdly, I will tell you, in my experience, the handful of times I have gone out with someone and there was no conversation about allowance beforehand, I was gifted larger sums of money. I don't know if those two things are connected. It was always a very nice surprise where I was like, oh, shit, fuck, okay then, well... Thank you so much. Okay, uh, so th that that's it with the money. It'll be normally discussed beforehand. I had one guy bring it up one time at coffee, and I was like, this seems fucking wild. So I, I prefer some, the men listening. Can we not do that? 
we're already like, if we're showing up in flats with no lipstick, no hairspray, unscented lotion, looking like a news reporter from the very first Batman, that's right, I'm old, that's my reference, right? Or looking like how we've looked all of quarantine for the past year. So if we're going out of our way to dress like some like single mom trying to make it in business, if that's how we show up to this date, do not loudly be like, so what do you, th- uh, what are you like, 400, 500? What do you have in mind uh, for, uh, how, how much for that pussy? <laughs> I'm just kidding. Do you want to get another drink? None of that shit. Do not, that's wild. And don't pass it in a note across the table or anything weird like that. Ideally, you discuss it beforehand. If you don't, I just threw out a couple numbers that seem to work. And that's all I'm going to say. That's all I'm going to say about that. Because again, officer, (laughs) I'm making this up. I'm doing this because it's clickbaity. I don't even know what I'm talking about. And now for the listener question. This one is, again, from a man. So thank you so much. This is from a sugar daddy. He's messaged me a few times before, and I really enjoy communicating with everyone. So thank you guys so much for writing. Keep your questions and comments coming. Uh, Let's get to this guy's question. He starts off with serious question. So you guys be serious. Everybody stop what you're doing. Be serious. Okay. Serious question. How do you decide how much time you invest? Do you connect better with some sugar daddies more so than others? Now, this is a great question, and it's very interesting. I've got another multi-layered answer because when we're talking about investing into a sugar daddy, there are different ways in which we invest our time. Uh, So the first, I will say being on call. Now, this is something that I'm not really a fan of. I've had a couple guys that I dated. There were just two, in fact, that would kind of hit me up last minute, like, what are you doing tonight? And this was in New York where you could take the subway, take a cab, and it's easier to get places. And, and things were open. I was doing shows, so I was usually out anyway. I only did that for two people. And those were the two people that gifted me the most. They were the most generous. One person, I had his credit card on my Uber account, and I took cars everywhere and got food delivered to my fat ass. And then I took my fat ass to Equinox, and he paid for that membership. So he was my high rolling sugar daddy. So if he was like, what are you doing right now? I would do my best to be there ASAP. And then another one, he would, very generous. Let's just say the envelope overfloweth. Okay, so that's the quick and easy answer for that specific type of time investment. Okay, the other type of time investments you will encounter as a sugar bitch. Again, I'm not saying baby. I'm not talking in a baby voice. I'm not referring to myself as a sugar baby. The other ways in which you will find yourself investing more time and energy will be longer dates. So all day dates, maybe your traveling companions, right? You go away on a work trip with them. I've done that with two people that I've dated through the site, and that had very little to do with the amount of the allowance and had everything to do with how much I enjoyed being with that person. And also, if there was a healthy sense of detachment from each other. Let me explain what I mean as succinctly as I can. 
in these relationships, and I specifically, I prefer to, this is going to get a lot of shit every time I say it, I prefer to date married men specifically because I do not want to be in a relationship. I do not want to get married. I do not want someone dominating my time, texting me all day, every morning. Hey, beautiful, good morning. And throughout the entire day, what are you doing? I haven't heard from you in three hours. Is everything okay? It's like, I, I don't want that shit. I, got, I have a podcast to do and I'm on TikTok. I don't, and I have a cat. I have a lot of things that I have anxiety about and it takes me much longer to do than it should, okay? I've got a lot of shit <laughs> that's very unimportant and I don't have time to be constantly texting about like, oh, that sounds nice. Did you get out and get some sunshine today? I mean, it, it's nice sometimes, but not constantly. Also, I am not trying to break up anyone's marriage. That is not my goal. And if you are going to be traveling with someone, you want to make sure there's a healthy sense of detachment because you do not want to get wrapped up in that. I mean, I don't know. Maybe you do. I personally don't. And so those are the people that I travel with. The person that I'm coming up on four years with uh, may or may not be married, but we don't. I still, and I've said this before, I think I do not have his telephone number. I do not have his phone number. We communicate via email Every so often, when we were in the same city, it would truly be like, hey, when are you available this week? I would respond, and that's it. It wasn't a back and forth constant thing. And so he, I've traveled with him a few times. And it's nice because you can enjoy your time together. Again, it's microdosing a relationship. So you can go and spend all that time with that person. And I'm not worried that halfway through you know, his work trip, we're going to be at dinner, and he's going to say, I'm in love with you, and I'm leaving my wife. I'm like, oh, that's not what I want. That's not what I want. So I will not uh, travel or spend long amounts of time with someone who seems like they might be moving in the direction of being like, I love you, and uh, can I can I move in your apartment with you and your cat? Can I move in with you guys? That's not what I want. And the third way we can invest more time into one relationship than another is something that I just mentioned, which is the texting, the phone calls. That is nice, and it does feel kind of good. If I'm being honest, I, I fell into that a little bit when I moved here to St. Louis because I didn't know anyone. And it was nice to have a connection. It gets tricky because you can become overly emotionally attached to that person. And again, I'm not trying to break up a marriage and they're not trying to leave their wife. So why are we texting all day long? To me, the constant texting, like, and I'm talking like nonstop throughout the day and like, oh, let me give you a call. Let's just talk about your day. That to me is more intimate than licking someone's asshole before eight o'clock in the morning, truly which is why I usually avoid heavy texting relationships where it's back and forth. And I'll say that at the beginning. I'll say I'm not a really big texter. I just, that to me feels like it's crossing an emotional line. And there's something that makes me personally feel sad, a little sad sometimes, which is why I try to avoid a lot of heavy, regular texting. Heavy, regular petting, I'm into it. Give it to me. But heavy, regular texting, uh, it, it tr to me, really, it does cross an emotional boundary. And if I'm being honest, it makes me a little bit sad because I sometimes will get the feeling of like, oh, this is my boyfriend. And I will refer to, I mean, I refer to my sugar daddy as my boyfriend. And 
I'll be like, oh, I'm texting my boyfriend and I get all excited when I, you know, I'm going to see him. I'm like, oh, my boyfriend's coming over. I sing a little song that goes, I get to see my boyfriend. I get to see my boyfriend. And it's fun and it is exciting. And I allow myself to feel that way. You just got to watch it because it's all fun and games when you're together. But at the end of the night, if they're texting you like, hey, I'm in bed, I'm ready to crash, you know they're not in bed alone. And it's not to say that, oh, their, their wife is sucking their dick. I, I don't think that. Uh, I, but it's, it can kind of hurt a little bit and make me feel a little bit sad. And I've had that experience before, and I did not like it. And as in all things in life, we always have a choice. And when something does not feel good, we go, huh, that doesn't feel very good. Maybe I won't do that. And we cannot control other people. We can only control ourselves. And in that situation, I've had a few conversations with uh, two different people that I've dated recently since I moved to St. Louis. And I had to say, you know, that really, it bums me out a little bit. And uh, so... That's why I a lot of times don't text you at night or when I know you are doing family activities because it makes me sad. I'm not trying to be shitty to you. I am not at some orgy, some maskless music trivia orgy. That's not what's happening. I am trying to uh, set boundaries for myself and make sure that I don't spiral into some kind of a depression where we're focusing all our energy on that person, that relationship. It's like, it's your boyfriend, kind of. Your boyfriend, kind of. Again, micro-dosing. You give yourself little hits of that relationship high. For example, I allow myself to indulge in the boyfriend song. I, that's one of my favorite things to do is, I get to see my boyfriend, I get to see my boyfriend, and dance around like a hyper-teenager, that's very fun. I do not allow myself to Google wedding dresses and start imagining like, what would it be like to be a stepmom? I bet I would be good. Or even worse, Googling like, can I get pregnant at this age? Also having done as many drugs as I've done? I'm not, so you reel it in, reel it in. And the texting, oh, and people ask, I don't charge for texting. I think it's weird. Again, if you engage in, escorty, hookery behavior, you will attract someone that will treat you like that. They will treat you like a thing that they own. So I, I try to avoid that at all costs. Well, not all costs. I don't want to rule out all costs. I mean, because if someone's like, I'll give you $10,000 to text me while I'm fucking my wife. I, I would do that for $10,000 a month. I will absolutely text you like, hope you had a good day. Thinking about you, here's a picture of me and my cat while you're just balls deep in your wife. I would I would do that for 10 grand a month. Um, okay, so I hope that answered your question, secret sugar daddy. Okay, so again, just quick overview. On call for the most generous, spending more time with people that we actually like. Again, like regular dating. Uh, and uh, dick size, I completely forgot that. If you're a good fuck, if you're a good fuck, I will invest a lot of time into you and a lot of energy into you. And if you have a great dick, feel free to send me a picture of your dick. You, but uh, preferably when you are alone. Unless, unless you're kicking down big money. In which case, send me a picture of your dick while it's in your wife. Great. I, that does not bother me. I can compartmentalize that for the right price. Everything can be done for 
the right price. Uh, thank you guys so much for listening. I hope this was helpful and have fun on your dates. I've been getting messages from some of you about some dates you're going on. And a couple of you, I've given my personal phone number because I want to make sure we're all being safe. Uh, so, I mean, if you're going on a date and you don't have someone to tell, honestly, DM me on the Instagram, the Helpflow Instagram, and just check in. I'm, I'm, I think I want to start a Discord, maybe, where we can all do kind of a group check-in chat thing. I'm going to look into that because uh, I, I just think it's good for safety. It's always a good idea to check in with a friend and let them know where you're meeting someone, what time. If you have a photo of them, send a photo to your friend. And not just in sugar dating, but in all dating. Because, I mean, men, not all men, hashtag not all men, but some men are aggressive rapist said killers. Which is why the nice ones should be kicking us down some extra money for having to deal with their bullshit from their gender. Okay, all that being said, I love you guys. Thank you so much for listening. Please send me your questions. You can message me directly through my website, wendystarling.com. You can also hit the Q&A link on my TikTok profile. Um, yeah, so get out there, have fun, be safe, and for God's sakes, wear panties on your date. <laughs>